This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta, online at AudiAugusta.com. Rich Lerner will be the host of Live from the Masters during Tournament Week, and 2022 is the 25th anniversary of Tiger's first Masters victory. It's a pleasure to welcome Rich Lerner back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Rich? Doing great, John. It's good to be with you. Thank you for saying yes to this. Uh, what do you remember your first memory of Tiger? I, I we've all seen the clip of the Mike Douglas show. I'm going to bet you don't really remember that. Although I don't think the I don't think the Booker ever gets the credit the Booker deserves. Um, but what's your first memory of Tiger? Um, U.S. amateurs, uh, you know, insane comebacks. Certain that he would be great. Should have lost to Steve Scott. Didn't. Should have lost to Trip Beanie. Didn't. Uh, and you knew that we were looking at something special. So, so you don't. I mean, you didn't say. And I'm kind of surprised. You didn't say 16 year old at Riviera. Are you too young for that? No. I mean, I, that, that's not an indelible memory. I certainly I recall um, Tiger and. It was 1992, 30 years ago. Uh, but it's not the one that instantly comes to my mind. It, it would be those U.S. amateurs and just the excitement at, at watching someone you knew uh, had some something different. You know, there, there was you know, quality. I mean, he, he was clutch <laughs> from the jump uh, and the fist pumps and uh, the back, the mother and his father, and the possibility that... Uh, uh, he presented as a, a, a young golfer of, of color. Uh, and so uh, I, I just remember uh, that anticipation of beginning to build with uh, those three consecutive U.S. amateur championships. And then obviously, you know, hello world. Uh, by the way, it, it you know was a global launch. It wasn't hello PGA Tour. It wasn't Hello Milwaukee. It was Hello World, and so it was. Uh, it was sort of a global launch from Middle America uh, in Wisconsin, and then obviously not long after, less than a year later, it was uh, the Moonshot, which was uh, the Masters of 1997. Can you imagine? It almost seems like it'd be easier today to have someone be so impactful with social media, with all of the avenues that are now there. But it's almost impossible to imagine someone with an impact like that right from the start, isn't it, Rich? Well, I mean, so he came along, I think it was 1997, let's we'll start there. Uh, what was, what, nine years before Twitter was invented, 13 years or so before Instagram? Just imagine for a moment uh, uh, Tiger Woods winning the Masters at age 21 by 12 shots in the era of social media. You know, he, he, would, he would have broken both platforms. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he came along. Sort of a, I guess we were still uh, analog, just out of the wooden uh, club era. Uh, it was like a quaint time. Uh, and then we... There, there aren't many moments in sports where you know uh, that something profoundly has, has happened and, and something... You know, something profound has happened. Where um, you, you, you're, you're certain that it's 
we're witnessing profound change uh, in in the game. And I think, you know, in, in, in Tiger's case, I don't ever recall. You know, I, maybe people had a similar reaction when Nicholas at age 22 won the 62 U.S. Open at Oakmont or, you know, came close uh, as an amateur winning at Cherry Hills in 1962. Um, but, but I don't recall a moment where I was so certain, so immediately, that we were watching a legend. Right? You, you know, somebody wins one at that age, if it's Rory or Jordan Spieth did it, you have an inkling, but you're not certain because you know it's fleeting. Um, but in this case, you knew that every meaningful record in the sport was in play. Doesn't mean he, he, he didn't, or he hasn't, I should say. He hasn't, he hasn't gotten every one, and, and likely he won't. But, but you were certain that every meaningful record was in play, uh, and that 18 was in play right away at age 21. There was no doubt. And I think that, that's been the case. You know, he had a, you know, a lot happen uh, by his own doing. Uh, some of it due to injuries and so forth. But um, that, that was jarring uh, to, to know for certain you were watching a legend of the sport. And he was only 21, and there was nothing that was going to change your mind. And, and you know, from that point forward, um, he, he had, I would say, what, four um, other uh, victories that were nearly as epic. I don't think anything probably touches this one for the for a margin of victory, uh, impact on the sport and society. But um, 15 shot win at the U.S. Open, uh, uh, four in a row, so that would be the 2001 Masters. And then, uh, so we keep going, 2008 at Torrey Pines, even won one good leg, and then 2019 to steal the comeback. Um, you know, but 97, you know, the, the one thing, and I've been doing some writing on this uh, in, in the run-up to this Masters, one thing that, that sort of struck me is that they simply were not ready. I'm talking about future Hall of Famers, hardened professionals, uh, men who'd won majors and tournaments around the world, who had seen college hot shots come and go, and they spit them out in that league. And they were not ready for, for, what, <laughs> for what they saw. They just weren't. And they knew it by Friday. By Friday afternoon, they clearly understood that what they were watching was, was something different. They didn't have what he had. They just, they just didn't. And, and that's, you know, for, for, you know, grizzled veterans to come to grips with that is not easy. And only Colin Montgomery, I think, was able to sort of articulate the truth by Saturday night. That, you know, a, we, we, yes, we all knew it was over, but but that this was different, and they, they weren't going to be able to, to handle this. And not just that week, but in the years to come. So if you had designs on being number one in the world, Phil, Ernie, forget it. That was, that was not happening. Although BJ, to his everlasting credit, did knock Tiger off in 2004. Uh, if, you, if you thought you had played well that week, uh, congratulations, you lost by 12. I mean, it was so. So that that's sort of what, what what stands out as I look back is just how, how these great players, Montgomery and Mickelson and Els and, and keep going and Norman, they were not ready for this. 
not what he was bringing. With everything that you say, Rich, was it was it the power? Was it the distance? I don't know that we were. I don't know that we were all accustomed yet to either him, you know, knocking down the pin or making the putt when he needed it. It seemed like back then it was all about the power. It, it was all of it. It was, it was um, the power, the explosiveness, uh, the, the swing at the time. <laughs> he was like a, a coiled rubber band, and he was so light and and lean and and springy and strong while still being you know sort of thin um it it it, so it was the distance it was the drive sandwich at 15 that you know i think uh forced a reckoning uh, at augusta national uh in 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 terms of how they wanted to to present their golf course Why do you think, Rich, as you look back on those years, why do you think as a fan base, as golf fans, we gravitated to those accomplishments so early and so quickly? Is it just, is it our thirst for excellence? We, we want to appreciate excellence when we see it, or what was it? Well, you want to see something you've never seen before. <laughs> and and, and in, in, a, in a way that, that, he, that he looked, in the way that, that he played, uh, he, he was entirely different. And uh, you, 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 you want to see records uh, broken and smashed. You, you want to see uh, late heroics. And so um, he was the most reliably mind-blowing performer, not just reliably great. He was reliably mind-blowing, uh, the most reliably clutch uh, performer that anybody had ever seen. And you didn't have to like golf to appreciate it. And if you were a golf fan and you uh, had a friend who, who you know, otherwise didn't watch golf and you, you told them, say, hey, you have to see this. And they tuned in and he never disappointed for a period of 10 to 15, really over, you know, with some ups and downs, 25 years. Um, and, and I think <laughs> one other point uh, to make is from the moment that he won by 12, um, the expectation became that Tiger was going to do the astounding, that Tiger was going to break records, and that was his standard every single step of the way. And that's a heavy burden uh, to carry with you. And, and for, for the most part, at least competitively, he carried it really well and, and, and mostly exceeded expectations. We, we can sit here and, and uh, play dime store psychologist and discuss you know, whether the weight of, of all of that uh, had an impact on him personally, um, this probably isn't the place to do that. Um, um, but, but he carried that uh, from the moment he won Augusta by, by 12 shots. 
that was normal for him. That you know, to you know, what are you going to do this week, Tiger? That's going to blow our mind. Uh, you know, uh, he was asked about eighteen, and he you know willingly took that on uh, from 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 the moment he turned professional. Uh, and you know, uh, there's it's a short list of, of athletes who uh, came in with outrageous hype, and not just met it, but but uh, you know, jumped way over. Uh, the height exceeded it uh, in every way, and and Tiger was uh, was that guy. He was um, you, know, you were you were you didn't have to even uh, uh, know golf to I think understand that you were watching uh, genius, um, um, you know, um, on on the level of any uh, a genius in any other discipline. Miles Davis in 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 jazz. Um, you know Georgia O'Keeffe and Art. I don't know. You know, I'm just you know Meryl Streep in, in, in acting, uh, Brando, whatever. You know, the, the keep going. I I, I think uh, Tiger, you know, operated on a on a um, a different plane, and he he played. It wasn't just the physical. It was uh, uh, was sort of the supernatural that he he brought. And you you, you know, we watch because uh, you know we want. To be entertained, and he almost always entertained. Uh, and and because we want you know to be amazed and see, see things maybe we've never uh, seen before. And he stretched, you know, from '97 through his win in 2019, he stretched the limits of uh, what we thought was possible. And um, that's uh, that's rare. You know, he said in conversations at his Hall of Fame induction that I guess if if made to if made to choose one, he thought the 142 consecutive cuts made streak was his greatest accomplishment. What do you think was his greatest accomplishment? Well, uh, 142. What is that? Six, seven years without a weekend off. Um, that, that's the definition of of fight. Um, and grit, and and sometimes, and I recall the PGA at Baldwinsville of 05, Tiger fighting to make the cut on a Friday was as gripping, compelling as uh, Tiger trying to win on a Sunday. Uh, and he brought the same intensity to that effort as he did uh, his desire to win the tournament. Uh, and look, it's, it's a long list. I mean, um, you know, 10 seasons of five or more wins. Uh, when, when we talk about one as being an historic season, Jordan Speed 2015, Justin Thomas 2017, uh, you know, it, win streaks of, of six in a row and then seven in a row. That's impossible. It, you know, to win one out here uh, is, is an achievement, but six in a row and seven in a row. Uh, 56 wins in, in the decade between 2000 and 2010. That's the most ever by any player in any decade. Um, to me, um, four in a row, there are quite a few that have a chance, right? You'd, you'd never say never, but have a chance to stand for 100, 200, 500 years, right? Um, in, in this era of big money, when when fact that it's hard to stay hungry, and you're, you're, you're taking your feet up inside of 9,000 square feet staring at the intercoastal, where's the drive coming? Uh, and the money's going to keep pouring in, thanks to Tiger. Uh, so there, there, there are a few that have a chance to stand uh, for, for hundreds of years. Uh, four majors in a row, 
give that a chance. But, you know, somebody could come along and, and give it a speed. You know, was very close to three in a row in 2015. Um, came up just short at St. Andrews. Um, I, I think the, the one for me that that stands out is the win percentage. Uh, Tigers won at a rate of better than 23% for his career. He had two stretches uh, nine, between 99 and, and 2002, and then and, and I think it was back half of 05 through 08, where he was winning uh, at, at 40 or, or, or north of 40%. Uh, but 23% his career to me is the one that, that is the ultimate mind blower when you consider uh, that you can make the Hall of Fame winning 2 to 3% of your career starts. Freddie Couples is just a little bit above 2. He's in the Hall of Fame. Davis loves it 3. Hall of Fame. So if, if, if 2 to 3% in a long career as a win rate is, is Hall of Fame, then what is 23%? <laughs> I don't think that's touchable. You're, you're a 450 lifetime hitter. Nicholas won, if you're wondering, I don't think uh, 12.5% and he peaked um, you know, to be fair, uh, probably at 17%. You start to drop off, and Nicholas played a little bit more, I think, than Tiger did into his mid to late uh, 40s and even into his 50s. Um, so, uh, you know, that, that, that's a, a mind blow. You know, Grandel, uh, the night that Tiger was inducted into the Hall of Fame, felt like Tiger's greatest achievement or most you know, sort of sublime achievement was, was changing his golf swing four different times um, and, and still you know, returning to the top each and every time. And, you know, that speaks to a genius's, uh, you know, restlessness, quest for knowledge. Uh, again, if you, you want to maybe get into the psychology, there's, there's a part of Tiger that has always uh, liked Putting it all back together, that, that you know, a tiger uh, likes and needs the challenge of the climb back up Kilimanjaro. Uh, you know the sort of Navy SEAL mentality, the hard work, the sweat that it takes. Um, but anyway, I would say the twenty-three percent uh, win clip, um, the the um, ten seasons of five or more, probably not going to happen again. Uh, Fifty-six wins in a decade, probably not going to happen again. Uh, 142, that will not happen again. Um, I'm, I'm missing a, a, a couple here or there. There was uh, with an adjusted scoring average one year of 67 and a little bit. <laughs> How about U.S. Open by 15? Uh, you know, you, you win football games and basketball games by 15. You don't win U.S. Opens by 15. Um, so, uh, and, and then, I, you know, I, I, I think... Um, Weeks at number one, what is it, a total of 683? I'd have to go check. Uh, that, that's, I don't think, happening again. And then it's the distance between Tiger, between the best in the game and everyone else. Uh, it'll be a long time before we see uh, a, a dominant number one of that ilk again. You know, I always say Tiger. Um, Tiger was... You know, take Pebble Beach in 2000, or even Augusta in 97. You know, Tiger was on the shores of, of the Monterey Peninsula, and everybody else was in a rowboat somewhere near Australia. I mean, they, they, they weren't close and, and, and couldn't get close, but for a few occasions. So, uh, look, it's, a, it's endlessly fascinating to, to, to talk about the Tiger, all the chapters of his life, 
you know, the rise and the fall and the rise again. It, it, it's a, it's a, 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 you know, it's a, it's a modern American story in, in a lot of ways. Uh, the, the, you know, it, it, it traces its roots to the Vietnam War with his father and, and the, that's Tita, uh, who was from Thailand. Um, it touches on, on so many subjects of, of race and, and, um, uh, and fame and, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know the, the perils of, of fame uh, and, uh, you know, all of it. It's, um, it, it's, it's the Godfather uh, with a, you know, with a, I, I'll forget the third installment of the Godfather because huh. it wasn't very good, but it, it, it's the Godfather one and two, and uh, it, it's, uh, you know, He's given us uh, a lot of uh, dinner table conversation uh, through through the years. He's still standing. Uh, there are very few athletes. Maybe Brady comes close. You know who um, you know, who can say that the spotlight is as intense in year twenty five as it was in year number one. Um, and uh, you know, I think Tiger's to 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 his credit, and I think he probably feels great about this. Is at a point where. He's beloved, and and there there were points where I don't think that was uh, that was the case. I think people always admired. They, they certainly always, at a minimum, admired uh, his ability, his excellence. Uh, but but he played with you know with a with a coldness with, with a combination of fire. Right, he had to have the fire, but but he was you know cold and calculating, and he. Uh, he was almost a carnivore. He, you know, he had to, to eat, and 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 now, you know, he's he's softened through all of the hardships that that he's endured and the mistakes that he's made. He's much more human now, and I think people sense that. And he knows that that he that he needs uh, the, the next generation for for camaraderie, companionship, friendship, uh, and and he needs the sport. Uh, he loves the game, and. Uh, you know, I, I think there's, I don't think anybody's willing to say it's over, right? I mean, we learned our lesson. Um, it's, until Tiger says it's over, it isn't over. Rich, on that point, if, if he hadn't had the unfortunate, the injuries and the, and the downtime, do, and it, two things. Do you, is there any doubt in your mind he would have won 100 times? Is there any doubt in your mind he would have won 20 well, majors? And, and would he still question. be playing today? Good question. I mean, I, we, we always assumed in in the the years that were flush, you know, oh six, oh seven, early into oh eight, that he was going to win hundred conservatively in twenty five majors. You said that casually, matter of factly, <laughs> right? I mean, that that's the pace he was on, and then life uh, life happened. And um, so, um, hard to say, you know, looking back, whether he would, you know, still be playing. I, I think all of these guys, um, despite what they they may say about an early retirement or having made enough money to walk away and enjoy family, um, they, they love the game. It, it's part of who they are. It's in their DNA, um, and and they they enjoy. Uh, the adulation that comes with the, you know, growing old as a legendary champion in the sport. Uh, it's hard to walk away from, 
in 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 full, uh, and uh, so uh, I, I don't know about that that last part. Uh, but I, I think Tiger, uh, so long uh, as he he can muster the the energy uh, and the capacity to do it uh, the way that he wants to do it, uh, will play for as as long as he can. I think you know the Masters certainly is a place where he must feel that he'll he'll have a chance uh, into his 50s again so long as he physically is capable uh and for tiger that means being able to put the work in to get ready uh, to 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 be at his best because we know it's a great golf course for tiger he knows it uh, in a way that two others have ever known it understands it plays to his strength you know, one of the greatest iron players if not the greatest iron player ever and, and a superior putter, uh, a sensible player in the same way that Nicholas was. He knows where to hit it, uh, when to take on uh, a whole location, and, and when to back off. So um, I, I think we have uh, you know, more years of excitement, and, and there's you know, still some things to be done. If not 18, then, then to match Jack with six at, at, uh, at Augusta National. Uh, and and, then, and I, I think you know the big the big one is is Steve, uh, eighty three, um, and and you know that would allow you know, the the Wikipedia bio to read Tiger Woods, comma the winningest male golfer of all time, uh, and and would you know, take some of the sting away from uh, likely not uh, catching Jack at eighteen uh, again, which we all thought, uh, and Jack you know admitted this early on that. That was a foregone uh, conclusion, but it, but it, 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 it's also. A, I think this has been the case all along. Tiger is is it? It's helped to burnish. He didn't need a whole lot of burnishing, but it's it's helped at every step of the way to burnish Jack's legacy. Uh, every time we talked about Tiger uh, at a major at Augusta, it was we were always going to talk about Jack. He gets one step closer to Jack Nicklaus in eighteen, but at this point. 25 years on for Tiger, you can appreciate what it took for Jack to get to 18. Uh, that you need to be of sound mind, body, and spirit. Uh, that you need to take care of yourself over the long haul. Uh, if you're going to win uh, uh, titles uh, from your early 20s until your mid to late 40s. Uh, so um, that's, that's a testament to, to uh, Jack having uh, looked after himself um, all those years. I, uh, and uh, so, yeah, I think that's another element to, to the story. I will let you go with this, and I'll use a word from Tiger's vernacular. Did the 1997 Masters change the trage of this game forever? Yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, changed how other players, how we as fans and observers um, viewed what, what is possible, possible to win by 12, possible to be a young person, multicultural family, and, and, and walk onto the grounds at Augusta National. And, and win and, and win again and again and again and again. Uh, it, it, it's possible, um, 
you know, to do all of that and more. And then, you know, it changed the way uh, the next generation approached the sport. It changed uh, the amount of money that flowed into the game. Uh, it, it, uh, it, it changed in, in a lot of ways. And, uh, look, it, it, it was the, the most, from 97 on until now, I think you can safely say, with the utmost respect to Augusta National co-founder, Bobby Jones, what he did in the 1920s, or Francis we met, what he did, Jack Nicklaus did, what Arnold Palmer did. I think it was the most impactful quarter century uh, by, by, uh, by an individual uh, in the history of men's professional golf. You know, Jones obviously an amateur and one, but, but you know, one professional event of his day. And, uh, and, and, and he, too, as, as is the case with we met, and Arnold certainly had an outsized impact on the game during that period of time. But I think I, I, w- I will use the phrase most eventful, right? And I'm talking about the highs, the lows, the, the, the media coverage that Tiger brought with him, you know, the, the, you know, the show. Uh, that that Tiger brought with him the the, the you know presidential level security detail, the, the television the coverage, the the eyeball scrutiny, the the, the um, intensity uh, of it all is uh, unmatched in in the history of the game. It's, it's, uh, you know he he had if you could you go look at the numbers uh, as as big an impact on on, on ratings. Um, for his sport, as, as I, I would imagine anybody, probably Jordan was, was in that. I don't have the numbers. But, yeah, most eventful quarter century is, is uh, and, and here's, here's the thing, to, to finish it up. I think we knew it when he won by 12 in 1997, that the next 25 years were going to be unlike anything anybody could ever imagine. He is Rich Lerner from Golf Channel. Rich, I deeply, deeply, deeply appreciate the time you've given me. I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you for doing this. Thanks for giving us space uh, to run and to, to remember and to talk about it. John, you have a great show, and it's a uh, great service uh, to, the, to the Masters and to the game. Thank that, you, John. 